Welcome to the Story Machine 9000, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the 48-hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things. A genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like mix-match socks. They obviously don't go together, but uh, they get the job done. Uh, my name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, podcaster, and storyteller. I'm Chris Wegman. I'm a podcaster, storyteller, and filmmaker. I'm Justin Teal. I make websites by day, I dungeon master at night, and I'm now a 120 paladin. Yeah. I did this <laughs> the week of. There you go. For the record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I hesitate to say that it's not a special episode. Every episode is special to me, but uh, obviously no guests this week, no. Uh, just the three of us. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess without further ado, let's uh, fire up the story machine. Hey, Justin, what's in that box over there? Oh, this one? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of heavy. Yeah, the, the rattle's there. Uh, it looks like uh, there's like four blocks. Hmm. Like different colors. Red, different color. red, green, blue, yellow. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like a puzzle. Yeah, and I guess that would make sense why on the machine over there, there's those four portholes. Those yeah. Cir- those circular ones. Yeah, the the circular ones. Huh. <laughs> that that doesn't seem to make sense. Well, I, I think I think they're, they're, they are color yeah. coded, but they're circles. I think the blocks are slightly smaller than the circles, so I think they'll fit. All right, Justin, okay. I need you to shove this square peg in a round hole. Well, hang on, hang on. It's like, <laughs> okay. I don't, uh, yeah, it looks like it's got a pattern. Okay. Mm-hmm. Red, green, yellow, blue. Okay, I put them all in. All oh, right. perfect. All oh, right. look, the machine started. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, there it goes. All right. <laughs> Well, yeah, they kind of they, when you put them in, they kind of fell in yeah. like a coin machine. Yeah, I thought they were going to come back out the little slot down there, but no. no, no I, now there's just this rattling noise inside. <laughs> so it looks like the uh, genre is printing out. Um, okay, our genre is gangster. Mm. Our prop is a Ziploc bag with water and goldfish. I assume that means like water and a, well, I guess it could like be multiple goldfish fish. in the yeah. Ziploc bag. Yeah. The line is, I dread the sound of his key in the lock. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Wolf. And the location is a Hobby Lobby. All right. <clears throat> Gangster, uh, goldfish in a Ziploc bag with water. Yep. Um, I dread the sound of his key in the lock. Okay. And Hobby Lobby. Yep. Yeah, and, and guys, I can't remember if we have or haven't had Gangster before. Um, so correct us if we're wrong. But, I mean, we've definitely done things with gangster elements before so it's funny and this is this is a really bad example but just because it's it's top of mind and topical uh the kiddo and i were watching the nut job last night (laughs) (laughs) and i that has a surprising amount of uh gangster elements in it how so well because it was a i mean there was a bank heist and these gangsters were uh they were next door uh they bought the the nut shop next door uh and they were tunneling through uh, to get to the bank vault. And so, you know, there was very, very quintessential gangster types. So there was the boss kind of fresh out of jail. And mm-hmm. there was, you know, a guy named Knuckles <laughs> and fingers <laughs> and legs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like gangster movies, obviously we're, we're talking about like the mafia or like bank robberies. Yeah. Like the whole bag with the, with the goldfish in it, and then like I thought of that, and then I thought of the line, "What I hate hearing is key." But I was wondering if like the whole story is told from this goldfish, and like he's sitting on the desk and he hates like when he's, his boss comes in because he knows something bad's gonna happen. But then I thought, does it even get more extreme? Or like, because I feel like the the mafia, especially if you go cartoony, the mafia type, the leader's kind of a bit crazy and like with his pets or something. And like maybe he always has his goldfish with him when he goes out, and he like carries in a in a mm. plastic bag I, or something, I, but like, I like it's a good way to kill a goldfish. Yeah, well, I was I'm just, no expert. No, but. I, so I like talking about the goldfish because the first thing that came to my mind when I thought of the goldfish was like, if you've seen uh, the movie The Untouchables, uh, where they they uh, at the very end there's like a shootout in the train station and there's the the baby carriage. There's like a lady mm. with a baby carriage and the baby carriage is going down the steps and they're all shooting around it. And all I could think of was this goldfish bag in the middle of a shootout. Is mm-hmm. like you know it, you'd be like trying to keep it from getting like a hole in it. And if it did get a hole, you'd like stick your finger in it to try yeah. and plug oh, it up. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, I, 
I, I'm kind of struggling with personifying or uh, uh, anthropomorphizing the, the the goldfish only because for the whole story. Yeah, yeah definitely. no, that's fine. I, I think I, I was just around to get it started because yeah. like I pictured a scene where like he's like in his bowl and like blood gets splattered like on oh, it yeah. like off camera or something. But like that's yeah. just where my mind was going. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that occurred to me was or the other thing that came to mind was uh, just putting a spin on the goldfish and maybe sort of in the in the vein of like a Maltese falcon mm-hmm. or something like is it like an actual is it like a jewel or like the gold fish or I don't know mm-hmm. um, it's like a like a symbol yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah or it's just like some yeah, some sort like, of coveted yeah, something coveted thing yeah I don't know um, the only thing I would we could yeah. tweak it but like it's in a plastic bag of water which yeah. like sort of makes it a bit more I mean, it yeah. could be a random thing, but it makes it seem more like it should how, be a real how, fish. What a better, what a better way to hide this uh, yeah. this rare item than in a bag of water? No, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> right I, in plain sight. I, I, one thing that is resonating with me, and it's the the thing that Justin brought up is maybe there is some sort of special attachment between sort of a mob boss or our main character and this goldfish, in a way that's like kind of this person genuinely loves this goldfish. But let's face it, a goldfish is a real like pain in the ass to like transport and mm-hmm. and just kind of keep yeah. in general and it doesn't really make a lot of sense because mm-hmm. by far large they're they're pretty expendable pets right there um, was there's an episode and I, i'll get to this later, but like of a full house where i believe it's full house where someone is supposed to keep a fish alive for so long mm-hmm. and then it, it, it stays the parents if they it's if they do it they get a dog so if, if Michelle, I believe, keeps the goldfish long enough, yeah. she gets a dog. And they, oh. they they basically tried killing the fish, and every morning it would be alive because Michelle had a whole cabinet full of new goldfish that she's been replacing herself. Mm-hmm. And so I just wonder if there's someone's job is to like make sure there's always a live goldfish, like on the on the like on the boss's yeah. desk or something or somewhere. That, that's cool, but I also like the the challenge of like keeping the goldfish alive. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. I I, I kind of like this the idea of keeping the, the goldfish alive just because they're they're really sort of I mean just generally speaking sort of fragile mm-hmm. fragile creatures and so maybe it's uh, maybe a low level uh, gangster is put in charge of the boss's goldfish for the weekend or something like that or yeah. I, I, yeah. you know what I'm saying so, so it's yeah yeah well what I was gonna say um, this made me think of some tropes of like gangster movies because they're sort of like uh, I was thinking of. Um, you know where like the the young guy is sort of like this is how I came to power or like like this is how you know it's sort of like a rise to power story yeah like a rise to power story but it's sort of it's it's told by the main character and it goes back in time and talks yeah. about how they were a kid and they uh, they joined the gang and yeah. then they became successful and and through the their miss their their goods and bads highs and lows how they became successful and yeah. usually there's sort of some comeuppance at the end I feel like that's one sort of trope of a uh, uh, gangster movie and then like the other one is more like the guy on the top who's afraid he's okay. sort of like a, a, afraid of everybody you know like the mob boss who who can't trust anyone or they're they're at like they're at war with another one or like the godfather i would think of yeah. that's sort of a mix of both of those yeah i was gonna say i feel like things like the godfather i mean actually i i, I would venture to say that most gangster gangster Good movies fellas. have both of those yeah. elements because i think of something like peaky blinders where mm-hmm. you know there's sort of a rise to power and then a fall from grace story yeah. likewise scarface is kind of the same thing mm-hmm. um so you know it's it's someone who comes from nothing mm-hmm. ultimately gets to the top and then they mm-hmm. they ultimately meet their their, their downfall um so, so thinking about that yeah i don't know is it, is yeah. it two on the nose no, well, what I was when we were talking, so like thinking about that, thinking about what we said earlier, um, and like the goldfish, is it like a test? Is it like something that it's like a younger guy in the organization has to take care of? It, it was sort of like, what if, like a lot of, what if there were like three guys on the bottom of the organization, they were each given a goldfish, like the boss's mm-hmm. goldfish, and like. You have to take care of it, otherwise, like whoever sort of does it. <laughs> and so that's where I, I'm. Um, so, so then, from here, do we do we want to do like a serious like gangster movie, or do we? Because gangster movies, at least the, the trope, sometimes seems to be brought up like very humorous and stuff mm-hmm, too. Yeah. Like if, e- even like there was, I think, a gangsters in like um, that animal movie that just came out, Zootopia, right? Mm-hmm, like there's like a yeah. like yeah. it's very like although it's very serious, like yeah. it's a very funny like theme that they use a lot too. Yeah, I think. Um, I think regardless of which direction we end up taking, 
um it's the, it's going to be a little kind of tongue in cheek right yeah just by virtue of the prop and our location is kind of kind of weird too yeah i could think of so like it could be as funny as yeah like it's a comedy with like gangster elements mm-hmm. or it could be more like a um like a quentin tarantino i feel like like this this plot of like someone having to take care of the goldfish is like a subplot in like a quentin tarantino movie yeah. where like you you see him sitting in the diner and he's got this like bag and a goldfish next to him you yeah. don't know anything about it right away until like the like he there's like some mm. sort of dialogue scene where he's like yeah i gotta take care of this fucking fish you yeah know? I like right. for, for whatever for better or worse i am kind of hung up on this idea that somebody has to take care mm-hmm. of the boss's goldfish yeah. yeah but those are just like that's they're that's tongue-in-cheek but serious yeah. the other one's comedy and gangster yeah, yeah. So where does the Hobby Lobby come in? The only thing I can really think of is there's like two things. One, like, is that like where they go to buy a bowl for the fish? Or like maybe they have aquarium stuff. Like they're kind of decorations and like and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But I was wondering if it was a front. That's kind of where my head went too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I could see this Hobby Lobby also being the place where the shoot, like some shootout goes on later on. I don't know. Yeah. And well, they're, they're closed on Sundays, right? So yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the uninitiated. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like they're, yeah. they're closed on Sunday. So that's when they do their, like their work. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Money laundering. Yeah. Like, okay. So yeah. So, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a, a Hobby Lobby, uh, proper right yeah, I mean, yeah it could be something like a hobby lobby and for the uninitiated a hobby lobby is essentially a craft store that has sort of a uh uh chick-fil-a style yeah <laughs> uh, uh, well it's not really chick-fil-a style. <laughs> a very christian approach to the the, the work week and they are not open on sundays mm-hmm. so um, then you go to michael's yeah so then you go to michael's <laughs> i i kind of like that idea like it it you know, it's one of those things that's just just close enough to the truth that it works, right? So all their illicit activities take place on Sunday so at is, this yeah, Hobby Lobby. Is this Hobby Lobby or craft store, is it going out of business? It, or maybe that would be against like you know, a gangster be, thing. It, it would be funny if it was if it was going out of business forever and ever. Like it's been going out of business forever, <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's like just because they don't want to stock it, right? right? So like all the shelves are kind of, are really sparse and it's always in this kind of, Mm-hmm. A, a constant state of of construction or or, or disarray. They always have and, like the big like going out of business yeah, sale signs. Like everything <laughs> must go, and it's just it's just been that way for years and years and years. Okay, and like no one actually shops there, and like when an outer towner does, like I just imagine like one of the like guards or something that yeah. like, has to go ring them up and yeah. it's very like gotta put on a smock or something yeah oh, that's and, funny and i don't want to do accents because of the last that's episode a great, that's, up, like, that's a great like <laughs> that's a great scene just to describe just to visualize what the place looks like where yeah. there's this like little old lady yeah. shop actually shopping in there and like she's waiting at the register and this giant hairy like burly guy has to come over and he's just like scanning these little like tchotchkes yeah. <laughs> she's like the one customer because she's like, you guys always dress so nice because he's in like a big fancy oh, yeah. suits and it's stuff. Like a everything. Suit. Yeah. Everyone's so nice and they dress nice here. And I mean, yeah, I think it's pretty clear. We're, we're taking this in a pretty sort of, you know, lighthearted yeah, yeah. or humorous yep. direction. Yeah. And so I, it's I, really, really violent. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's possible too. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, in, okay. in that case, maybe we just kind of lean into it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've got some, like, we've got a good setting, We've got a good sort of basic plot, but I guess we kind of got to figure out who who is our main guy and like why is he why yeah. does he have to take care of the fish? What's going on in this organization? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you thinking? Well, I was I was gonna say just just before we forget, and it's fine if if it doesn't make sense to do it right now, but in terms of the line, yeah. is there something that we can do to set up the to set up the line that'll help sort of inform the rest of the story? Like the idea of I dread every time his key. I dread the sound of yeah. his key in the lock. Like that tells me that there is some inherent friction between two characters, right? And so maybe it's, I don't know, maybe maybe this this boss character is just notoriously just like a a real hard ass. You know, he's just the worst kind of gangster. So my mind first went to that, like this is like a woman talking about her ex lover. Right, that's kind of yeah. I mean, so that was where my mind first went, where like, oh, this could be like our main character's love interest talking about someone else, or like a friend talking about someone else. But then my second thought was, what if uh, our main character's dad 
owes the mob boss something you know sort of like in the godfather okay when when, when the when the you know they're they're in uh don corleone's office and he's talking about how like you know someday i'll call on you yeah and, you know so um our main character's dad oh. owes the mob boss something and that's why our main character has to go work for the mob boss and 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 that's where the line sort of like like i've always been dreading the fact that he's going to come and ask me for a favor someday. I, I like that. So, so just just really quickly. So, mm-hmm. our main character doesn't necessarily work for the mob in the beginning, but is no. indebted to the yeah. mob because his yeah. dad owes this mm-hmm. mo- this particular mob boss money. It's like the like the yeah, and it's it's like the crappiest like summer job. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the crappiest, but also most. But it'll end up being the most yeah, and like most eye opening summer job of his life. So so now this. <laughs> So we'll just spin this as like his summer job. Yeah, no, that's cool. I think that's cool. Like, it's it's end of May. Our main character is seventeen. Everyone else is gonna go work at a water park. Yeah, yeah, and and he gets stuck working for this mob boss that his dad owes because of something he did, had to do a long time. Like he borrowed money. So does the does the kid working there repay the debt? By work, yeah. Okay. So by okay. working for okay. yeah, he yeah. needs he needs a yeah. So, so his role specifically is to keep, uh, keep up appearances working at the, I guess so. I mean, and then also doing odds and ends because eventually we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have to get to how he, um, how the, the goldfish, uh, mm-hmm. comes into his possession. Another idea that I was kind of thinking is like, what if the kid was like a screw up and like the boss is like getting upset that he made this deal with this guy that way this kid's like, can't do anything right. And so he's like, fine, like just take care of the fish. Or like, or your dad will have to pay us. Like, you'll have to like settle his debt another way, and so that puts like <laughs> with his knees. Because <laughs> um, then that'll put a little bit more tension on like, if he doesn't take care of the fish, something will happen to his dad or something. Okay. Well, let's let's keep exploring it. So, yeah. so if if we continue with this framework of this character uh, whose dad is somehow indebted to the mob, and as a result, he's sort of um, he's working. Uh, for the gangsters, uh, in in order to keep up appearances at their their craft store, which is the front for their illicit activities, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about let's talk about the character a little bit more. Like, what does he actually want? Right? It's like, in other words, if this is like one of those, like, oh god, I, summer job, everyone else is having fun and driving around and going to see movies, and I'm stuck here, mm-hmm. you know, uh, like cleaning up what I can only assume is blood. <laughs> it's, we got another Kool-Aid it's, spill. It's yeah. craft blood, yeah. kid. Yeah. It's for paint. Yeah. Um, for Halloween. <laughs> I mean, the classic, right, is like... It's the, it's the end of... It's the beginning of summer. <laughs> like one of, isn't like one of the more classic things? Like if there's the boss has a daughter and he has a crush on her or something? Like, oh, is that, man. Is that like another, like... That's what keeps him, like... Maybe that, could come in, maybe that could come into eventually, but I think we're talking more about his like his motives at the very beginning. Like, yeah. So, like, what I'm trying to get at is what's his sort of overall transformation. Yeah. So, in other words, what does he what does he want? Well, because I get it. If 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 it's just that his dad owes them something, so he has to do it, but he doesn't want to do it, that's pretty weak. Like, what if he uh, wants to join the mob? And so the fish is like the final test to get like part of the into the mob or mm-hmm. something yeah i don't i, I don't know i mean i i, I kind of pictured it uh, sort of as a as a classic twist on that okay well you've got to get a summer job because my parents told me so no i have to get a summer job because if i don't uh they'll they'll break my yeah. dad's kneecaps or mm-hmm. something like that um, and, it's, and it's just the two of them it's just him and his dad <laughs> <laughs> There's like a family, you know. I mean, I, I feel like there's a str- there could be a, like a strong underflow of like family, you know, in the story, right? And so, or may- maybe it's maybe it's a situation where he has to. I mean, he has to constantly sort of cover up the fact that he's that he's mm-hmm. working for the mafia, right? Like in other words, he's he's sort of an indentured servant in a lot of in a lot of ways, but you know, he's also you know he's walking around public with this goldfish and everyone's like what's up with the goldfish <laughs> and he's got to play it cool you know especially in front of like his friends his, yeah. and so, you know the yeah. the girls that he likes or something like that mm-hmm. so is the girls the girls <laughs> <laughs> he likes multiple girls <laughs> um so i think what i'm trying to think of is is like what's the first scene of the movie i th- i think you would have to somehow set up the fact that um 
that there's some sort of illicit activity going on and so, uh, so oh, maybe it, not is I don't it that know. scene maybe it's with the, the grandma scene. that's what i was well, thinking i mean could it be could it be the scene with the grandma and the the burly guys you know oh yes okay okay so we, yeah. we do the whole scene of the old lady shopping in this like very sparse uh hobby lobby we see the big guy in the suit check her out and then he once she leaves, he walks back into oh. the back room, and there's like a con- like a, a a meeting going on, or like there's someone being interrogated under like a lamp. Oh, and it's his dad. It's the main character's dad. Yeah, I, it could be his dad. I I was just, I mean, all I was all I was setting up was that there's a problem with having to take care of the front of the store because it interrupts yeah. business. Sure. So so I mean, it could be his dad because then we put two scenes in one where yeah. like the boss and the the thug who had to go check the lady out are sort of arguing about how. Um, like they hate having to to actually run the store. Yeah. So in that scene, that's mm-hmm. what that's maybe that's where the son comes in. Like they're arguing, and the, and the guy's like, "Hey, my my son can work here. Like he'll do it all summer. He'll do it all summer until he has to go back to school. Oh, yeah. Like that that'll pay my debt, right?" Oh. Oh yeah. See, that, so that's good because then it gives the mobster some incentive. So in other words, like I can't pay you with in money, but. By by virtue of my son taking care of the shop, so the dad he the needs dad's a summer getting, job. yeah the yeah. dad's getting kind of crafty no yeah. pun intended yeah but he's you know so he he's getting sort of clever and he's saying by virtue of my son taking care of the the storefront you're able to continue your your illicit activities and mm-hmm. you know you don't have to worry about uh, the, the the customers mm. and that it's interesting because that changes my perspective of the dad because originally I thought this was sort of like a oh no yeah. like take anyone but my son kind of thing but now <laughs> please he's like, take my yeah, son now he's please, just like I have a family take them yeah <laughs> no I mean that's okay that's okay because I think that'll allow some like character transformation later on but but really yeah like they're they're roughing him up he has no money to pay him and he he sees this opportunity where they're arguing about like i hate having to like run the store because i just want to like do more mafia stuff <laughs> i just want to do mafia stuff and like i kind of picture it too like the dad's not like oh there's like random mafia i'm gonna give my son like he probably like knows oh, yeah. this, these people mm-hmm. like well mm-hmm. and he knows that like if the son does well, like they're not going to hurt oh, him. Yeah. So, oh yeah, like, for sure. Like, but, but he's but, been but, borrowing yeah. mo- money from these oh, guys yeah. on the regular. But yeah, he's been borrowing money on the regular. But still, but still yeah. it's kind of a like it's like, it's like offering someone to like oh he'll he'll like do it you know right. instead of like it's doing not something. dad of the year material but it's not like yeah. the, he's not the worst dad. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's not like a complete weasel. Yeah. So okay, so then we cut to uh, our main character who needs a name. I don't know why I kept thinking Johnny, but sure, seems very cool. sure. Yeah, let's <laughs> steer into the skit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's All Johnny. Right. So, so we see like Johnny, little, yeah. little Johnny, little Johnny, little Johnny. Yeah, well, that's what is his. That's what the gangsters call him. <laughs> you need him a gangster name. Yeah, little Johnny. Well, maybe because his dad's Johnny. Okay, and he's sure, Johnny yeah. Junior. <laughs> Jonathan, little Johnny Junior. Yeah, and so they call him little Johnny. Little Johnny Junior. Mm-hmm. Don't be like your dad, little Johnny. <laughs> I like little Johnny. My dad's a yeah. great man. Yeah. <laughs> but so we cut to Johnny either like at school or coming home from school because we said this is sort of like a summer job. So mm-hmm. this is the end of school. Yeah. And, and there could be a conversation about with his friends about like what they're doing over the summer. You know, if they're if they're getting jobs, if they're going on vacation, you know, yeah, like maybe everyone's like yeah. getting jobs at the water park and and he's thinking like that could be really cool. And and like when he gets actually he walks in the door of his his home, his dad's like waiting in the kitchen, like nervous with like blood on his face because he was getting beat up. And this is where the scene unpacks it like, hey, whatever you thought you were going to do for summer. Yeah. You're not doing it anymore. I like that. I mean, it's it's I mean, we've seen it before. Right. Mm -hmm. It's the sort of you had plans for summer. Now things have changed but mm-hmm. i like that because i think it, it immediately introduces a little bit of contention between uh n- not just not just uh johnny and his dad but also johnny and little johnny yeah johnny and little johnny <laughs> but it also it also uh creates a little bit of drama between uh little johnny and his group of friends because mm-hmm. they th- they had all these plans during the yeah, summer yeah, right yeah. and so maybe he's maybe he's going to try and do both right he's going to try and he's going to work for the mafia or the mob and uh, while trying to play it cool as a, a normal mm-hmm. teenager on summer uh, during summer vacation, so I like how, how we came up to this decision. But I, does the line still work here? Because this is the conversation where it seemed like this is where the line would have came into play. It could. Um, I mean, the dad could still say, 
it, I mean, it becomes like a really serious conversation with this. This line is just yeah. serious. Yes, yeah, so but yeah. like, because it, it'd be at like some point, because like the the dad would tell him this is what you have to do, and the kid would be like, like, Dad, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah. I was supposed to go to the the, the Tashi station and pick up power converters <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> Stop quoting Star Wars, yeah. <laughs> little Johnny. Whatever. Where's but, my blue milk? But yeah, and, yeah, and, and his dad's like, like, he's really mad at his dad, and his dad's like, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry that I have to do this to you. You know, like I knew. I knew, he was sort of, sort of saying like I knew this was coming that like the boss was going to come and ask for a favor and it was going to be too big or something. Does that make sense? Is it, it, it does. Is it like I'm just too, like because the line that it's just like yeah I I always, I always dread the day that or I always dread the sound of his key entering. That's, it's, it's true. I guess it, that means such that, a weird line. It's true. I guess that means that the boss had a key to their house. That's where like I was wondering if we could it's somehow weird. move it to like the kid. So like I'm assuming at some point the kid either like lost or something happened to the fish and he could just be like oh man I dread I dread the sound of like the the key entering the hole what is this it's so like maybe it could um, get moved to like whatever scene that is but I mean I I still like that we got to this it set up this scenario yeah. so yeah I mean it, 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 could, it could go back to being the love interest I I don't know I mean at the risk of not necessarily throwing it away but just working it into mm-hmm. what we've already got mm-hmm. I mean I do. Maybe it's part of uh, uh, Johnny Dad's Dad's speech or sort of uh, 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 explanation to to little Johnny, right? He's mm-hmm. you know, talking about like like I knew it was going to happen one day, like because mm-hmm. obviously like you know maybe it's it, we sort of set it up that you know earlier that day he was abducted from the house, mm-hmm. right? And he, he knew it was coming, and yeah. you know and he's every yeah, day no, I, I, I I just you know I dreaded the 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 sun. And who knows? Yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck. He's got a key. He's got right. a key to his fucking house. Yeah, I, I mean, don't that's, care. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I mean, how he, that's how he does deals. It's like, all right, I will I will do this favor for you, but you have to give me a key to your house so I can come abduct you someday. <laughs> <laughs> but but where's that abducted key? <laughs> but but also I also like uh, where you, where your head was at, Justin. Like maybe it's sort of a reoccurring theme. Like the 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 mob boss is kind of omniscient in the sense that he can kind of appear at any yeah at, it could at be a more metaphorical notice, right? than literal i know yeah and i i feel like that i feel like we're not necessarily betraying the line or doing a disservice mm-hmm. to the line but we're 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 taking what the the sentiment of the line and just kind of incorporating I, it into the story a little yeah. bit more i say let's keep it here and either we're gonna yeah we're either gonna find a way to use it again or we're gonna find like a better place and we'll just be like forget that first yeah. part and we're going to use it here because I, I, cause I see like two or three opportunities that could unfold it would be a little like foreshadowing a bit if like the dad says it to him now and then later he says it to his dad mm-hmm. about the fish yeah. or something so but we, again it doesn't have yeah. to be there but yeah. like maybe it does show up because well, one thing okay. I thought about if he loses the fish at one point you know like if the fish usually lives in the boss's office then he would the then Johnny little Johnny could be like you know sort of like I dread him like opening up his office and finding that the the fish is gone yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it might come up it could come up later then too so it this is this is great because it sounds like we have actually a really really solid foundation mm-hmm. uh, we, we kind of have the setting and some of our characters and stuff like that so let's take a quick break and when we come back let's talk about how uh what johnny's sort of special world for lack of a better word uh looks like after he's just found out that he's sort of indebted into the mob uh, on his dad's behalf. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we're back. So before the break, we've established that uh, Johnny, who is the father of little Johnny, uh, owes the mob money. So in order, so in order to pay his debt, Johnny uh, tells the mob that little Johnny will work at their uh, craft store for the summer. Now, the craft store is the mob's front for their illicit activities. It's closed on Sunday. It's very similar to Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby does not uh, sponsor this podcast. I don't think they would ever. No, not in a million fucking years, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> the day they, they won't they won't sponsor this until the day of judgment. <laughs> so where we where we left off is Johnny had plans for the summer, and his dad has just informed him that you're not doing what you thought you were going to do for the summer. You're actually going to work for the mob, 
And actually, this is actually a really interesting point. Uh, does Little Johnny recognize that he's working for the mob, or does does his dad kind of keep this sort of secret, right? So, in other words, is his dad saying, like, you have to do this for me just because, you know, that's something teenagers do, and the mob activity is going on behind Little Johnny's back, or is he very explicit about, you're going to work for the mob because I owe them money? I I would think, especially with how old he is, that he would pick up pretty quick if he if he isn't told but i feel like his yeah. dad's if the if his dad had told him that they're always coming to him like it seems like yeah it's a well, conversation. i was gonna say, was gonna say okay. the way we had to describe the conversation i guess he does lay it all on all on the table but i okay. like if he doesn't tell him he's like trying to sell him on it but still he could so he has to tell i think yes he he says i owe money to the mob dad why did you do that i yeah. you know i don't know okay. like bad stuff happened but you have to bad you have to work for them yeah. now but it's not all bad well that yeah. and like like all you had to do is is run the hobby lobby store you know like sure. little little johnny i feel like would want like maybe this is like a goal like maybe he's somewhat we've kind of established though that it this isn't what he wanted to do for this no. no but like he maybe like he's maybe if he's gonna work for the mob he wants to work for the mob like maybe like he well, wants to do better than just be the the store sweeper or whatever let, well let's maybe see if there's there's sort of a transformation in the end yeah you know because yeah. i mean we could turn the mob i mean because this is a movie we can turn like his prospects into the mob into a good thing where like you know what i mean <laughs> it's, yeah like where in the end he like they he actually likes it or something <laughs> and and i and i hear where you're coming from Justin and maybe there is a way to to sort mm-hmm. of flip the script toward the middle or the second act or the third act of the film but I, I think in in order to get that immediate sort of conflict or drama I think working for the mob does have to go against the plans Johnny little mm-hmm. Johnny originally had for the summer right no mm-hmm. that makes sense like yeah. but maybe yeah just while doing it like he you know, I assume they like sort of take care of him. Like I kind of picture that mobster mentality where, yeah, I think it, that'll be that third act. Yeah. Where, like, all of a sudden right. you might like it. Okay. Yeah. Cause, I, yeah. And, and I think that that's ultimately what we want to talk about right now is that whole second act. Right. Mm-hmm. So like what happens in the second, we, we've already established the first act where we've thrown little Johnny into, to the, to the special world. And so what, what, what does that look like? Right. So in other words, what are some of the things that they're having him do? Um, you know, are the mobsters particularly shitty to little Johnny yeah. or, um, and then ultimately how does he become in possession of the, the mob boss's goldfish? Yeah. So like, does he do a particularly good job and that's why he's responsible for the goldfish yeah. and, or does he do a bad job and the watching the goldfish is somehow sort of a, a punishment? Yeah. So to start out, I mean, I think the first part of the second act is him actually like biking to the the craft store and he has sort of a very similar experience to the old lady at the very beginning yeah where like he sees this dumpy craft store he goes inside and it's it's sort of empty and he sees like the goons and they're kind of like yeah that, that's where i wanted to get at like because yeah. he introduces himself like hey i'm like johnny's son you know johnny i'm i'm here to work at the store and they take him back in the back room and they sort of like lay out sort of the rules like yeah like yeah, that's right. Are they are they friendly? Are they cold? Because if they're cold, they could be like, all right. So like, you're gonna stand out here and like, don't come and bother us. Yeah, you know. Like I feel like they're not they're not mean to little Johnny. Okay, so they bring him in kind of like family. Like like you're yeah. part of the team. The one thing he goes I was thinking onboarding. of. <laughs> yeah, he goes through onboarding. <laughs> but I I think. Like the one rule, so like everything's sort of front. Like maybe that, yeah, maybe they are kind of nice to him. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like we're gonna call you little Johnny. Like, come on in. But like the one rule where they're like super serious is like, you work at Hobby Lobby. You work for the craft store. So yeah. like, like he's the if front. Anyone asks. So like if anyone asks, yeah, you work at Hobby Lobby. You don't work for us. You know, for yeah. for I feel like yeah. we got to give the boss a name now. Uh, or we just call him like the boss. You don't work for the boss. You work. Um, like that's the one rule they like. That's like all of a sudden they get really serious and they're right. like, and, and he 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 like kind of jokes about it and they're like, we're serious. <laughs> Sorry, you see um, this face? <laughs> this is my serious. This face. is my serious face. I feel like that works. Yeah. Like maybe you know he's. I mean he's definitely starting <clears throat> at the at the bottom, right? Mm-hmm. And so. Th- in other words, there's no real reason for them to be particularly shitty or yeah. and or uh, uh, particularly like nice to him. So that I, I'm sure there's some sort of like mob code or whatever. Like any if 
anything the kid does, like they'll take out on his dad. Like they'll they'll always yeah. be nice to him, but they'll treat his dad shittier if like yeah. if the kid screws yeah. up or something. Like maybe that's more of where I, like I don't know. I'm starting. I always to... kind of picture that, especially mm-hmm. since he's like not 18 and like oh like this is a little like he's fine. Yeah, his dad will get the wrath. At Obviously, least like yeah. any like real like wrath, yeah, but like they yeah. might yell at him and stuff type of thing. But like they're never gonna be like seriously mean to little Johnny because he's yeah. still not quote a man or like of age or something maybe yeah. or and, and I think it's important uh, for the for the the rest of the story to talk about how you know Johnny little Johnny is perceived within the mm-hmm. within the mob. So this I don't think this conversation is is pointless, but yeah. I I do I do want to sort of button it up yep. yeah in short order. Just you know I I, I think. Yeah, it's 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 one thing to talk about what it, his experience is like at the beginning, but like, what's it like toward the end of the second act? Right? So, so one thing I was going to ask, or I was thinking about is because we're, I mean, yeah, I like this is how we establish like what he comes into, and it's that the, the one rule like don't tell anyone about it. Um, what I was going to ask is, does he does he work like directly underneath the boss? where like he has like sort of a direct relationship with the boss or is there sort of this like we keep describing these 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 other guys yeah. who are like like oh we call you little johnny is it like is there like one central like sec- like like right hand man to the the boss that takes him under his wing yeah. i think it's i mean cuz that could be part of his experience throughout yeah. the whole thing if like the one guy takes him under his wing right like i could see one of like we've established two guys and a boss and i kind of almost the idea of like maybe you never see the boss like he's not actually that important or anything and it's like these two goons that you kind of get because a lot of the stuff would be be, be going on behind closed doors I mean, like maybe yeah, you we, hear the boss and yeah. stuff but I mean, you never yeah like we kind of got like a shadowy image of him in that okay. first scene yeah with, with johnny's dad if realistically speaking it makes more sense that he's working with a, a middleman so in other words he doesn't necessarily interact with the boss mm-hmm. uh that's totally fine with me um and in that case we should give this person a name tony Tony. Tony. All right. Little Johnny and Tony. <laughs> so, so ultimately, uh, you know, little Johnny gets hooked up with Tony and, you know, Tony's somewhat responsible for, for little Johnny making sure that he is actually doing the job that, mm-hmm. um, he's been hired. I use hired in air quotes mm-hmm. to do forced to do. Um, so, and, and we, we, we could, you know, potentially fast track it. And so like through a series of events, like Johnny kind of, you know, he's running the little Johnny's kind of running the, 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 the front of the store. And meanwhile, you know, the, the mob is able to, to participate in all sorts of illegal activities. I think it would, I think it would involve like scenes where little, little Johnny's, Johnny's doing, doing normal it. stuff, like checking people out, but then like he turns and he sees like, like the guys are like bringing like heavy boxes into the back or like, like dragging yeah. something across the floor kind of like, they're, yeah they're, they, they're bringing in body shaped yeah, drugs there's just like yeah it's just it's like because because i guess at this part of the movie we'd be talking about how much he hates it a bit, a bit well slightly so, and and that, mm-hmm. that's kind of what i was alluding to earlier so mm-hmm. i feel like in the second act we're kind of at a crossroads right so in other words is is little johnny excelling at this work and so that's why he's you know he's sort of promoted in a in a uh indirect mm-hmm. sort of way and ultimately asked to take care of the boss's goldfish mm-hmm. or is he does he continue to be sort of an underling and you know he he's not really engaged in the work so i could see it going two ways either one it's it's kind of funny where like he thought he was going to hate running the store but he actually really likes running the store and so in the end he's going to end up like he's going to like actually like running sort of this hobby lobby mm-hmm. or on the other side, does, does Tony like bring him into the, like as he does, he does his job, the boring job at the, the hobby lobby. Does he, does Tony bring him into the actual mafia stuff? And he starts to think that's interesting. You know, I, I, I think an important thing to keep in mind is mm-hmm. little Johnny's original uh, want, need, or desire, right? And that was to to have a summer, uh, a carefree summer with his friends. Hang out right? with friends, yeah. And so, from my perspective, it's a little bit of a stretch, not unlikely, but we'll have to justify it in some way. It's it's a bit of a stretch for him to eventually start to like working here, right? So, mm-hmm. in other words, what he's doing has to actually trump what okay. his original so, want or need was. So, what happens if? Because he's not allowed to tell his friends what he's doing, 
I mean, he's allowed to tell him he works at the, the store, but he's probably got really strict sort of like hours that he has to work. And so he starts to drift away from his friends. Okay. And, and one night, Tony and the other guys, like they need like an extra person in the car for something. And, and so, so like, what I'm getting is little Johnny feels just going to, at, at some point in the movie, little Johnny's going to feel a bit abandoned by his, his actual friends. Okay. Because they're all doing fun stuff and like, they're mad at him for like working his job and not, not coming out and hanging out with him over the summer. But then he gets a chance to hang out with the, the mob guys and like starts to think like, Oh, like these guys are my friends now. So I, I, I think I like, I like where you're going with Chris. Like mm-hmm. maybe there is a pivotal moment in the story or uh, a very specific uh, set piece or something where, you know, uh, little Johnny's just kind of had a fight with his, with his group of friends, mm-hmm. you know, cause they're, they're wondering where he's been and he can't tell them. And it's, you know, there's yeah. all sorts of teenage drama. Yeah. Um, and then late at night too. Yeah. They're at and, like the soda shop. <laughs> Uh, the gas and sift, whatever yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. The, the soda jerk asks, what can I get you, Johnny? <laughs> um, but follow, immediately following that argument, there's this, there's an opportunity. Like you were saying, like they're, they're down, uh, you know, they're just about to do a job, the mob, and they, they need one extra person. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they turn to, to little Johnny and say, you got your permit, kid? Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, 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 I've logged almost like 20 hours. We're going to go do some like, like, some driving practice. <laughs> yeah. They're like, get in the car. Like we'll yeah. get, you can get some more hours. And I, and the reason I like that is not only does it is do, not only does it elevate little Johnny's position within the mob. It also provides a, a, a turning point for his character. Right. So he thought he really wanted this thing, but now like to, to use your words, this is his new mm-hmm. group of friends. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Okay. So, so he's the, everyone cool with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's the driver for like this robbery that they're about to do. I, I mean, robbery is pretty classic because like he, they're driving him. He's driving him around. They're talking. Like he, th- they, they're having a pretty good time. And then like they're like pull over here, and he, they're like just wait here and like keep yeah. the engine running. They disappear mm-hmm. into like a house or a like a like a warehouse. Or maybe something. maybe not even a robbery. More of like a hit. Yeah, because they yeah. don't come back with anything. They just come back. Oh yeah, we we got it. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, well, what'd you well, guys I was, do? I was kind of curious. I mean, we know what's going to happen. Is like, yeah, he. Uh, I mean, I guess I was kind of thinking that he's sitting there like nonchalantly waiting, and all of a sudden you hear like gunshots, and they get in the car, and they're like, go, 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 go. You know, and that that definitely brings the intensity up and brings like the audience into like, oh my gosh, this is serious. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to ask, jumping a few steps ahead, where does the fish come in? Because is it that he's getting trusted like now, so he gets this fish that no one's really talked about yet? I, I think organically, just by virtue of little Johnny being able to do this mm-hmm. this um, this task, mm-hmm. he's he's somehow sort of elevated or promoted within the ranks, mm-hmm. and the, uh, that's that's ultimately why or how he's he's um, so, asked to to take care of the mm-hmm. fish. So the other thing I was going to ask because we we were talking about this being like a robbery or, or some sort of hit mm-hmm. is the fish. And this is going to be silly. Is the fish, the target of the robbery. <laughs> so, so the guys, you hear gunshots, the guys jump back in the car and like, they're like, go, 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 go. And it's like, you know, they drive yeah. off really intense. And then like, now that Johnny's in, they're like, okay, take care of, like, keep this safe. And it's yeah. the fish in the bag. So I like uh, this, and I'm like I'm trying to I don't know if I'm uh-huh. going yes and or if I'm going but but like maybe I guess that's yes 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 I was wondering if like what if the he has to go steal the fish like maybe it's at, at a pet store and they, everyone knows like the other gangsters and so he's a new one like a newbie and they they send him in to like steal it somehow yeah, yeah I don't know all of a sudden that that's kind of cool because all of a sudden I'm starting to think like the fish is some other it's part of some other mob. <laughs> Not it's from a rival mob. It's is like that what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me rephrase that. Okay. It's not that it's part of another mob, but some other mob boss owns oh, the fish. Man. I don't know. I don't know what's better. I was just like 
I'm, I'm personally, I'm kind of struggling only because I'm at this juncture. I, I'm willing to admit that I'm kind of attached to the idea that that he has, it's, to, that, that he has to take care of the okay. boss's fish mm-hmm. only because that incentivizes him in some way to take care of the fish. And yeah. and it's just that if like if Tony gave him like you have to take care of this, yeah, you know, because like we stole it and like. You know, you know, like hide it sort of in plain sight in the store. Like, don't let anything happen to it. If, if, if I, so in mm-hmm. other words, if I had to distill it, mm-hmm. regardless of how the 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 fish uh, mm-hmm. gets its value within the context of the story, this fish is valuable, right? Yes. Whether it's the the mm-hmm. target of a heist or whether it's the boss's fish, mm-hmm. like the the fish is the the it's yeah, and that's the fun because like now that. Either way, I mean, because I can see it as they have the successful heist, the boss maybe bring, and now I'm just like trying to think of the other side of it, Yeah. where this is the boss's fish. So like they have the successful heist, and this may be the first time that John, little Johnny actually gets to meet the boss. So like he brings him into his office, which he's never been allowed to go in before, and he's like sort of like, oh, like I see that you, like, like my guys, Tony tells me you guys, you helped out last night and you did a good job. And that's where he like entrusts him with this weird request to take care of the fish and like don't ask questions. Like this is where I was trying to set up in my mind, and maybe you can help. Is yeah. like so the boss has a fish. Yep. And like maybe the fish guy like got sick. The fish guy. Yeah. So he's like okay. a fish guy that like take care like, who takes okay. like you know they have someone like the rappers. The that, fish guy got killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, like in like rappers have like people that like make sure their Game Boys have fresh batteries in them. So like yeah. there's someone that's just job is to make sure this 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 yeah. rare goldfish. In the 90s, baby. <laughs> So there's yeah. there's a a guy that takes care of the fish and he got yep. sick. Okay. So he established I think he got whacked. Let's just he got yep. whacked. Sure. So, so the, mo- the 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 mob's in-house ichthyologist. Yes. Um the ickies. Um no. He was but- also the driver. <laughs> okay. Well, no. no wait 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 this gets to my point. Wait wait. Yeah, okay. So so the, so the kid has to wash this fish. Well, the, my the, problem the, mostly is like why does he have to take the fish? Yeah. Well, I guess I I pictured it as just it, it's his new responsibility. Mm. So after 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 completing a uh, a successful mission uh you know they they somehow or for some reason you know graduate him into to uh taking care of the boss's fish i i'm my, I'm, my question still is like why would you ever put like why would you ever take a goldfish in a plastic so bag that's where like here's okay so i don't think the fish is like in the first scene the fish yeah. is in a plastic bag it's just take care of it that's not where it lives yeah yeah no but like i we'll, guess we're we'll we, put we putting yeah. like weren't we putting like little johnny with the idea was with a plastic bag like in somewhere the, like yeah out in the so like yeah. why, why would he do that i guess is my uh, so like, so i have an idea I and, hear, and hear me out and yeah yeah i i know normally we we try and be a little bit more organic and a little less uh uh directorial with this but by virtue of having the fish little johnny now has leverage over the boss so we sort of turn the tables in reference to who's got power over who, right? And so uh, little Johnny is now put in charge of the. the but he gave him the fi- like, right? Yeah. But it didn't occur to the it didn't occur to the, the the mafia that that you know little Johnny had it in him or that he was ever going to turn the tables, and so the and I, what I'm getting at is maybe how the the fish winds up in a bag is you know so. Let's let's say let's say through through all these sort of trials, little Johnny ultimately kind of you know uh, fucks up or something like that. And like, all right, well you know now your dad's gonna get it, and so he's okay. But I've got you know I've got the fish, and he puts it in a plastic bag, and he's gonna sort of meet the meet the mob at their house where you know the mob's actually gonna kill uh, little Johnny's dad, but he's got the fish in the bag. Little Johnny (laughs) brings the fish home. To take care of it, and then that the dad gets the idea to like okay, okay. hold it over, Ooh, yeah, to hold like it over that. the mob person wow. has like rinsed. wow. There's like so many things I'm trying to put together okay. in my brain here. I'm I'm trying to put them all together. No, because these are all great ideas. Oh, this is good because yeah. I mean we're 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 joining the second and third act here. Mm-hmm. But I'm a little f- hazy on where to go next. I like both of these things where at some point Johnny turns the tables when things get really intense and uses the goldfish as leverage. Well, so that's where like, 
if he takes it home and his dad does or, it or that then, yeah. because then then Johnny has to make the choice of like studying with his dad or studying with the mob that's right because that is kind of cool because we did establish I, I I I totally thought that at the beginning of the story Johnny's dad's kind of irresponsible I mean he racked up all this debt he's willing to let his son work for the mob just to pay <laughs> it off so that yeah so to, like to use Justin's words not dad of the year material. yeah he's not dad of the year material and I think this would just tip the scales of not dad of the year material so yeah like his dad's sort of this instigator throughout the story of like it like problems you know his dad like got in debt and you know that caused his problems with the mafia so he like almost okay. like sells his son into it and so like and and we haven't really worked on what's going on between him and his dad throughout like Johnny's sort of work over the summer. I think part of this might help though is like th- so if if it was the dad has the fish, does Johnny side with the mobsters or with his dad? Yeah, because that sort of answers because that sort of answers the other question. If like would Johnny go get the fish to save his dad? Right, because would he just side with the mobsters? Yeah. What I was gonna say is the big thing we have to decide is, um, does does Johnny take the fish home? to take care of it little Johnny take the fish home and his dad like he then that's like the first time he tells his dad like oh this is the boss's fish and like I'm in charge of it and like it's my job like this is the thing he loves more than anything else and Johnny's dad in this like stupid act like takes it hostage and that instigates this this big final sort of climax or is it that like Johnny's been doing a really good job for the the mafia but then he messes up big time yeah. and that's when like all of a sudden like tony and the boss who like he thought was his friend turn on him and are like we're going after your dad now because you fucked up so i like the way you've laid that out mm-hmm. and i think just at the risk of doing something a little bit different on the podcast i'd say we just hold it to a vote and then we commit to it it's true this so do we do we pursue option a listeners where, vote and we'll yeah. decide next season, next episode yeah, yeah. so so do, so do we do we vote for option a which is essentially uh johnny's dad in his sort of dirt bagginess sort of uses the fish as leverage um or b is little johnny's dad somehow threatened and then L- little johnny ultimately uses the fish as uh as sort of a a, a bargaining chip i vote a i'm asking my wife Really? I, I sent her A or B. We oh, do this every once in a while. Got it. Like, there's no context at all, and, like, we just have to pick one. Okay, so then you don't get a vote. What? That's the vote. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, that's what you're... Because yeah. there's three of us. There is only okay. three of us. Um, yeah. I I agree with Justin. But At the end of the day, Johnny still has to choose whether yeah, or not yeah. to side with his dad or I the I think mob. it's more of the dad just, like, one of those, like, addicts where he's like, oh, mm-hmm. I see a way to get ahead. Yeah. He yeah. just takes it. Yeah. And so in the end, like, I don't think, it's like... A ba- it's, it's clearly not like a, a bad choice. Like, right. There's no way He just out. can't stop being shifty. But, but in the end, it's not, like, life or death for his dad. Like, the mob will, like, you know, break his knees. Or, but so They'll punish him, but they're not going to, like... Well, I think Johnny's going to figure something out. Sure. I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Just the so you shootout. Know, we, we have to figure that out. What that is. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, the, so the the mob, the boss is out on a business trip, quote unquote, in Miami. Whatever. I don't know. It sounds like a mafia yeah, place. Sure. Uh, Johnny is going to take the fish home for the weekend. While he's at home, you know, feeding the fish, he explain. He's talking to his dad. He's he's proud. He's like. I'm taking care of Goldie, the boss's fish. Like they like me. Like this is awesome. And and his dad realizing like oh i could end this oh man that's goldie like, like that's, that's the goldie, goldie? that's the goldie yeah. yeah i thought he was i thought he was actually talking about gold like yeah so he he like calls the mob boss up and's like hey i've got your fish you know you you like end my son's sort of like contract and like end my thing and you know my like my debt to you and you get the fish back you know, otherwise I'm gonna flush it. <laughs> I mean, what else do you do to fish? I don't know. That's what you do. You flush. Them. No. Okay. So, big big question time. Mm-hmm. I, I I love it. Like I I think that it, it demonstrates uh uh little Johnny's dad's character mm-hmm. to a T. Right. Yeah. So he's he's always looking for some sort of uh uh easy Quick fix. fix. Yeah. yeah. Um. And by virtue of little Johnny having the goldfish Goldie, uh, that's 
perfect leverage. And so he takes it upon himself, unbeknownst to little Johnny, that, you know, he's basically using it as, as a bargaining chip. So we have this we have this sort of final confrontation, right? Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, uh, you know, and and let's put our uh, let's put ourselves in the shoes of little Johnny. On the one hand, his dad has used yeah, he's definitely like dad. No, like on the phone, he's like, yeah. stop it, dad. Like, yeah. you can't, you shouldn't do this. His dad has used his uh, uh, responsibility as mm-hmm. a, a as as a bargaining chip. Yeah, and then on the flip side, you've got the the mob boss who you know, for whatever reason, really loves this goldfish. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, I mean, let's talk about how, how to resolve this. So does, so does, is the scene where this is happening, is this a, uh, like a standoff outside their house? Like, are there, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I mean, where does this take place? Okay. So maybe, maybe, maybe they arrange a, a meeting or a handoff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A handoff makes sense. That's, that's definitely mob style yeah that's, yeah that's straight up mob stuff yeah that's mob stuff is it in the the parking lot of the uh hobby lobby or is it somewhere completely different because it's a sunday and nothing's going on at the hobby lobby okay All right. go ahead sorry at, at the risk of introducing one extra character let's just let's just josh you never introduce extra characters. let's just let's just assume that little Johnny has had sort of a love interest this whole time. Right. And so I've been, yeah, I've hoping this would have someone, someone whom he was hoping to get acquainted with over the summer, et cetera, et cetera, which kind of, uh, lends itself to his, his angsty sort of attitude in mm-hmm. the first act. But so they come to this, uh, the, they, they arrange this handoff. And then while on the one hand, uh, Johnny and little Johnny have the goldfish, the mob has, somehow uh kidnapped uh this this particular this love interest and uh, is currently using her as leverage and so what's her name just you give her name uh amy sure uh so so yeah so this whole time everyone's known about her because that's who we wanted to hook up with over the summer they've had like a few choice encounters throughout this whole thing. Yeah. And little Johnny has waxed poetically to Tony because now those are his friends. He's told them about Amy and how much he wishes he could actually be with her instead of just doing like his job. So now that's why he, that's why the the mob knows how to go after it. Okay. Is because Tony knew about it. So now, yeah. So that, and I guess, uh, they didn't know about her until they show up in the parking lot then. Like Johnny and little Johnny, they don't know they have her until Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's 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 say for the sake of argument that that's all canon. Yep. Now we're we're still in our third act. We're at this final standoff. Mm-hmm. Johnny and little Johnny have the goldfish and the mobsters have Amy. Yeah, I don't know where does this where does the standoff go? Does it get? Yeah, I think it, it's one of the, one of the rare occasions that I think we've actually painted ourselves into a corner where we've we've we're, we're sort of putting ourselves in the audience's shoes and where we've created a scenario where we're thinking to ourselves like, what's oh man, what's going to happen? And yeah. I don't actually know. So so there's two things I th- I'm thinking about. Just two questions. One is like, does it get violent? And who? are the violent people like who who gets in the fight and two i i know we're saying that amy is canon now and we haven't really described her character and i don't want to go back and describe her character but if if the if uh, if we actually don't know that much about amy yeah what if the story hasn't known much about amy so like imagine you were someone's crush right had barely talked to him got abducted by the mob and was in a shootout wouldn't you like be pissed at them it would be sort of like a, a downer yeah. at the end where like amy actually they don't actually get together she's actually really pissed it, i don't know it's so it i mean i i kind of think of the, the best example i can think of is like jessica from rick and morty and how like she doesn't really recognize how she doesn't realize morty exists and but you could easily see how she might be wrapped up in yeah. one of uh uh, Rick and Morty's adventures, yeah. or something so, like that. So in that in that case, it's kind of comedic, or just awkward in the fact that the mob picks her up to use her as leverage, right? You know, 
it's like it it's a bit of a twist it's a bit of it, it's, a, it's like a, a funny a twist yeah. yeah no i mean I i'm mean, not saying it's a bad thing it's just fun it makes it like because the audience will know that like like obviously little johnny's gonna be embarrassed but yeah. she they don't mean anything to each other yeah. and now that we're sort of done justifying our yeah, bad yeah. decision yeah. <laughs> like how do how, how do we wrap it up right like yeah. like I, i'm trying to i'm trying to think just like a half step or a step ahead mm-hmm. and like how do we wrap this up in a way that that doesn't feel like a total cop-out um because you you've got this this sort of classic mexican standoff, standoff yeah wh- where every both both parties have kind of leverage over one mm-hmm. one another yeah, everyone's got like guns pointed on each other, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I mean, so yeah, like, yeah every, everyone's got loaded equal. guns pointed at each equal. other in yeah. a literal or figurative way. Mm-hmm. Like, what what happens? Like, and and the only thing I can think of is, it's got to be something. One, it would be really great if it was part of our criteria, which I think mm-hmm. we we've leveraged, uh, uh, to the uh, to the the full extent so far. The only other thing I can think of is if if it's it it has it might be something that occurred earlier in the story. I mean, what if we introduce a third party to this? this I was thinking about like that. the cops or something, right? Yes. So, Do the cops get called by that old lady from the very beginning of the movie? Oh man, who like always Holy shops shit. there, and like she sees this this like she thinks there's something shady going down in the parking lot. I I I like that idea. I mean, you know, like just I, I I'm a big fan of of bringing random stuff. Yeah, you know, like what if the the old lady was actually like an undercover cop? So she's okay. Okay, she she, yes. she, she pulls up in the squad car and like you recognize yes. her from the beginning of yes. the, the film. Okay, yes, that yes. one's my okay. favorite. That's that's perfect. Okay, um, but yeah, so like giant little Johnny's in the middle. It's really tense, and he's trying to calm everyone down. The the mobsters have their guns out, like. Johnny actually has like a knife yeah. to the fish bag and then all of a sudden yeah like these squad cars pull up and you don't really know why until the the old lady gets out and so like the mobsters start shooting at the cops and the cops start shooting at the mobsters yeah. and that's where like a bullet happens to go through the fish bag yep. and like it's like slow motion like the fish falling on the ground as like the shootout sure. happens yeah. but but at least in this scenario like Johnny and little Johnny are safe like they're, those two are not, yeah. like all of a sudden the guns are turned on the cops and robbers. Yeah. Those two are like innocent bystanders now. I, I think at this juncture it's safe to assume that the, the, the cops have, have kind of bugged the, the, mm-hmm. the Hobby Lobby or the craft yeah, store, yeah. right? And so they're, they're, they're totally aware of the situation. Yeah. And th- they, they saw this as their opportunity to mm-hmm. strike, especially now that there's sort of an innocent third party involved. Yep. Uh, it's specific, Amy. Amy. Yeah. Uh, so, you the, know. Yeah, and the only heroic thing that little johnny does during this little shootout is like to get like amy out of the yeah. fire like that yeah sure it's just yeah this like or, or like some some like shootout in any mafia scene sort of slow motion very violent so like yeah. tony and the boss get their comeuppance that was a great idea yeah. chris and, and, and or at least are injured and yeah. get arrested and, and at the risk of fast tracking mm-hmm. like obviously like now little Johnny has come full circle where mm-hmm. he thought this, like he thought he had found his new family, his new group of friends. And after kind of witnessing this, this sort of hyper violence mm-hmm. or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and his all, dad all, like kind of gets a second chance. Now. Yeah. And also uh, by virtue of rescuing uh, uh, Amy, you know, mm-hmm. he's kind of, he, he's sort of regrounded in his, his original goal and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, realizes that the, the, you know the grass isn't always greener on the yeah. other side or something some other sort of yeah uh, uh, moral yeah. bullshit i think i think yeah the, the fight scene is kind of fast-tracked to like the scene where these three characters are sitting in the like behind the ambulance with the, the blankets on yeah and that old lady cop is sort of talking to him about how like yeah like she'd been on this for a while and and this is what you know like she's gonna let little johnny off because obviously like yeah right like, i mean right, yeah right, like yeah. yeah um and any help like obviously he's gonna have to like testify and stuff or something like that you know yeah. and, and and yeah maybe Johnny tries to say something to Amy and she kind of like she's not having it you know okay I don't know I don't know I'm, how to re- resolve their relationship you know by virtue of of uh, introducing Amy so late in the mm-hmm. game um, it's it's yeah. hard to say how she's really gonna react to the, to this situation yeah and um, you know 
I think the important thing is though that we end with little Johnny and his dad ending up with more of an understanding with each other because it's sort of that like I mean I think Johnny senior sort of like I did something really stupid yeah but little but little Johnny can also recognize how easy it is to get caught up in this stuff too. oh yeah yeah you yeah know? he can say like I yeah like I yeah totally got caught up in this and like I don't want to be like you did yeah I don't know I and for for whatever reason I feel like it, it it's kind of natural that maybe this is this is a, a little Johnny's indirect and kind of extreme way of introducing himself to Amy and like maybe they, yeah. they kind of like decide to hang out over mm-hmm. the summer or sure. something like that. Sure. Cool? Cool. All right. All right. You ready, Justin? Yep. And, and fade, fade to, to black. black. Good job, Justin. Yeah, no shit, man. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to come up with a name. I think there's some easy ones like like Goldie. I don't know. I was trying to think of like other mafia movies. I mean, you got like The Godfather and Goodfellas and like Casino and... That's why I was going like yeah. sometimes they're named after someone. That's why I was calling it like Goldie if like yeah. it's the fish or or we call it. I mean, I guess we yeah. I I, I mean, I see why it's hard to like just call it after somebody because you can just call it like Little Johnny. Yeah, like that's kind of weird. Um, um, I don't know. I was hoping the goldfish would be like the the thing that yeah kind of holds the story together and makes it unique. I don't know. I mean, I I, I could I could settle with Goldie. Yeah. I mean, or, or I mean. It, is there something else about the goldfish? Like, um, I don't, we never you know, brought in any lines about sleeping with the fish with all this, oh all God. this fish-related stuff. Yeah. Never sleeping s- with the fishes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's it's got like it's got the hook. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> hook line. And oh sinker. shit! <laughs> oh, Josh, that thing you said earlier was amazing. The hook it sounds kind of like like the job or like yeah, you know something like that with. But we don't really talk about fishing as much. Yeah, it's like no, about a fish, you. but yeah. not like about fishing. So, oh, shit. I feel like sleeping with the fishes. Sleeping with the fishes, by the story machine. I thought. Yep. All right. Like we mentioned before, it's unlikely that we'll be able to call this a hobby lobby if we were ever to make this movie. So, if you, the listening audience, have any suggestions as it relates to what we would call the craft store, you can send us those suggestions. Uh, via Twitter uh, at StoryMachine9K using the hashtag SM9K or you can email us at StoryMachine9000 at gmail.com What's next? I have to go. Oh, you have to go? Yeah. Okay. Super, I have to go. Yeah, I have stuff. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. Just, You're fine. Just say a bunch of stuff and then Yeah, I'll say a few <laughs> things. That's like, a really good idea. Oh, oh, go like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Um, let me think. Yeah, that one's my favorite. <laughs> Wait, and fade to black. There you go. Say I like what Chris said, and then say I like what Josh said. Chris had the best. That was a great idea, Chris. Oh, Josh, that thing you said earlier was amazing. <laughs> All right, I think we. That can. was like the dopiest thing we've ever done. <laughs> okay, I'll see you. All, All right. right, later, dude. Bye. Thanks.